Good evening, buddies, pals, friends, fellow Counter-Strike enjoyers, and welcome to yet another Teesside. Joining me, as always, is of course Mr. Hawker and King of Banana Bread, Yumi. Uh, here, of course, to discuss all the talk of the town, and in particular, the Blast Premier World Final, with, you know, like a quadrillion dollars on the line. It's in Abu Dhabi which, of course, is the real reason why Twist left their face, isn't it? Because we all know that he didn't actually want any of that oil money, as he said. Uh, so, yeah, that's the real reason. Um, we're also going to break down a bunch of things that have nothing to do with Counter-Strike. But I thought, you know, as it is a Counter-Strike show, we'll probably start with Counter-Strike. That would be pretty, pretty fitting. And I have a small little gripe just about the title of this tournament itself, because I'm sick and tired of all these bloody blast events having final in the name. Every single quali qualifying event is just blah, 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 final, blast, blah, 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 final. And it's super confusing. And now it's like, well, this is the world fight. What does that even mean? Like, I get it's like the biggest and the best, but it's all the same teams from the same regions. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just silly. So sort it out, blast. How about you just call it like, I don't know, Nordic qualifier or qualifier one or whatever. I know it doesn't have quite the same zip, <laughs> but then again, you know, when you do actually have the final, it has a little bit more gravitas. So. Yeah, but once you get to, like, you know, qualifier 10 or whatever, it does sound a bit silly because that's all Blast seemed to do. The whole system is just like, you know, <laughs> qualify for this True. and then this. I don't I know. Mean, we could talk about the Blast system for a while because uh, it, it does annoy me. It does annoy me. Well, it's got like teams kind of from all over, so you can't really just have them as qualifiers, but they are kind of precursor events. So I, I don't know how you sort of solve that issue without... I, it's mainly just last calling them is, final. Last you premiere know. as well is also like a very like yeah, prestigious sounding opening line. So every tournament sounds like it's supposed to be important, but there's a lot that aren't quite. So yeah, why is it? Yeah, why is premiere? Just call it blast. Like blast is the brand, right? So just call it blast. You know, whatever. And then this is the world final, the grand final, or you know, whatever little sprinkling of uh, clout you want to put on it. But yeah, I mean, sometimes I just graze my eyes over it. I'm like, oh, another blast. Oh, never mind. It's the world final. But yeah, here we are. It's been a year in the making and we're going to start with our triple D section as uh, that stands for, just to remind you guys, Destined to Win, Dark Horse and Disappointment. We'll start with Destined to Win, of course. Uh, interestingly, Vitality are actually the odds on favourites now. It's just, we're going from tournament to tournament, really, aren't we? Uh, I guess it's so early in the CS2 life cycle that you just go with whoever won the last tournament. So, uh, yeah, I do believe a couple of us did pick them to win the previous last event. So, good job, us. I think that was me. I'm not actually sure, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, but, yeah, so they're actually the odds-on favourites. But, of course, my question to you guys is, do you actually think they should be the favourites? Who do you think, Mr. Hawker, should be the favourites to win this event? Who do you have winning this event? Is it Vitality? Yeah, I for me it's Vitality. Just the the eye test of how they played against FaZe in the the previous full final, which you know, again confusing naming, but yeah, they they played really well. And like also, Mezzi kind of didn't do shit in the final. Like he was pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. It basically looks like he's kind of a, a, a so far has been a slight downgrade from Aegis, and yet they still were able to beat FaZe. I think that they just looked so much... It just felt like they always had so much more of an overall plan than FaZe did. Whereas FaZe, I'm not sure if it's because they knew they were a dead lineup. 
I always felt like FaZe would basically have a player come up with a first move in a round, and then it didn't feel like there was an overall team plan around that or a response to that. Whereas Vitality always just... I actually think Apex basically just outcooled Carrigan like so hard in that final. And I, I think that togetherness is there for them. I don't think it will be there for FaZe yet. I think FaZe will be a little too loose. And most of the other teams, I kind of think are barely in the conversation. Like, who else even is there? Maybe, like, Na'Vi and Cloud9 have some stability, but no one else really has the stability right now. Yeah, I think as well with, with Vitality, um, Mezzi felt like a good fit anyway because he played so many roles previously on other teams. He's fine taking sort of poor positions and, and holding spots. I think the concern was going to be that in terms of being, like, a big game player, Magisk totally outranks him. Like, that guy shows up in finals, he shows up in playoffs, and Mezzi hasn't really had that same exposure. But the bigger question mark for me going into that tournament was actually Flames, who had a great final and a, a, an overall solid tournament. So if he's able to sort of make up for the loss of firepower or some of those sort of playmaking moments in, in playoffs, then Messi actually doesn't have to sort of go one for one uh, with Magisk. That, that role can almost be distributed uh, amongst the herd, so to speak. So you have you'd have uh, have them as well, would you, Yumi? Uh, I I think my problem is I I wanted Frozen on Phase for long enough now that I, it's hard for me not to be excited about what that could be because that's a world class rifler that's coming into to twists positions and I'm sure they're gonna try and fluctuate some of the roles so that Frozen is more comfortable. To me, I I, I almost want to pick Phase just because of that but it is also a new insertion into their roster it's been a while since frozen has played with carrigan it's probably a little bit looser than what happened with how they were playing on mouths previously under carrigan as well and there's also it's it doesn't feel like an easy one-to-one -one lift in terms of the roles that he's replacing for twists so i think there's enough doubt on that side that vitality are the favorites but i don't think by much in all honesty cowards i'm going for phase i'm going for okay. phase as if that was an out there pick but you know whatever i'm gonna pretend like it is uh but yeah no i think frozen is a a good pickup and i also think it's kind of to what hawker said i think it will give them a little bit of a sort of rejuvenation thing because obviously cs2 in itself kind of did that for everyone in essence right but i also think that this phase lineup had you know, they were in good form and they were winning in tournaments and in finals at the back end of CSGO as well with the same lineup for quite a long time. And I do think that because everyone knew Twist was leaving for like a while, it's not like you're not going to try when you find yourself in some, you know, deep in the tournament or something. But maybe it's a bit, I don't know, a bit demotivating uh, in, in a certain aspect. I do think that Frozen will be uh, a good pickup. And obviously it's his first time on i know like i know mouse's like hltv ranks been like way up there but i think in reality this is like his chart and by the way he was on mouse for like five years it's just crazy to think of mouse were literally called mouse sports when this guy joined um but i do think this is like his first time to prove himself on like a absolute like s plus tier lineup and situation where you're going to be competing for the biggest tournaments like week in week out so or tournament in tournament out so yeah no i think i think phase is is going to do well and i think frozen is going to do well here so i'm going I, I, to pick them yeah sorry go on you mean i i do think one of the underrated aspects about frozen joining this team is that the last time carrigan played with frozen you know that was a very young inexperienced player that was learning the ropes and understanding tier one cs 
and after he, they or after Carrigan went back to phase, uh, Frozen basically had to develop and grow his game to be more of like a star player, more individual, more independent. And so in, in a lot of ways, Carrigan's just getting a natural upgrade to a player that he already is very familiar with, but is willing to take more ownership in rounds. Like, I think, I think that's an underrated part about this move is that Frozen is a much more complete player now that he's joining this phase roster. And in theory, shouldn't take too long to integrate, like personality-wise, I'm sure he'll fit in just fine. Yeah. It's yeah. Important to remind people as well, Frozen is still only 21. That guy was 16 when he started playing for Maus, by the way, which is... And he was the vet on Maus up until <laughs> yeah, yeah. just now, so... Yeah, true. Um... You'd see him at the events, he was, like, so obviously, like, he's almost had to grow up in a way because he was, like, the most experienced player on his team, which is cool to see. I think the problem for me for FaZe is that Vitality, for me, in that full final, they played so well in terms of basically sort of allowing FaZe to make like a lot of these opening round moves and just waiting for FaZe to try and make plays and just countering it really well and grouping up really effectively. And I don't think FaZe are going to have like enough structure to have much outside of sort of rough plans and like opening moves. I don't think they'll have everything on point enough to actually like play as a proper team. And also, like, I, Frozen has basically been the main man on Maus for a while. I actually think he kind of, like, weirdly overlaps with Rops in some roles now. Like, he, he's been playing as a pretty passive rifler. I know he's really versatile when I've seen him play aggressive before, but I don't think the fit is super clean. So that's why I, I don't think we get the phase honeymoon that I want. Uh, alas. Well, let's move on to the second D in Triple D, which is a Dark Horse. Just to remind everyone... Yumi's last Dark Horse pick was heroic, so just saying. That was <laughs> the pick got them this time, Yumi. You could go like, again. You could they, go they again. They were just—they were just too far in the shadows. I think, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, uh, who have you got as a Dark Horse? I mean, all these teams are obviously like. There's no duds. I think that's probably fair to say, other than probably heroic. This heroic roster, I'm not really trusting to do anything at this event. But of the other teams, you know, just to remind the viewers as well, we obviously have Ents, we have Maus, who are now Frozenless, of course. Uh, they have Brolin, who stepped in. Uh, G2, Na'Vi. Uh, I think my MVP pick was wonderful for the last one. That didn't go too well either. Uh, and of course, Cloud9. So yeah, of those teams, Yumi, who, who do you like as an outside shot? Maybe to make a final, maybe to upset a uh, phase or a vitality i think what sucks about all these teams is they've all undergone roster moves like even the only team that i mean every team at this event has undergone roster moves in the past two months so if we're really going to i don't even know how you class a dark horse in this like it uh, are expectations high for g2 are they high for ends i actually don't know how people are ranking these teams currently because if it feels like cheating to pick Ents, but I'd pick Ents as a dark horse for oh. this event. Just just because I think I actually have a lot of faith in Glaive. Maybe not currently, but in like the the coming months to to really get a handle back on this roster, especially if, amongst all the rumors of his team getting uh, sort of picked apart, where Sun Pius might go, or you know Diha might get an offer. Snappy's obviously gone with Soul, so. Yeah, I think now that there's a bit of stability and it doesn't seem like there's going to be any foreseeable roster moves with this Ents lineup, I actually have some faith that, that Glaive will put up a good performance with this Ents roster. Yeah, I think it's fair to call any team not named Vitality or FaZe a dark horse because I think they are so 
heavily favoured here. Um, I also think with G2, for me, it's like a tournament early because I am a believer in the conspiracy theory that Nico is just trying to go full Eastern European. <laughs> so Hooksy will be gone, you know, by the time they play the next big tournament with some absolute god tier Eastern European IGL. So I think they'll be one for the next tournament, I'd say. Hawker, who, who do you like as a outside shot here? Okay, I don't... So I... I feel like the one that makes the most sense is Cloud9, but I don't think I can go with Cloud9 because when I watch them play, I know it's online recently, but like, firstly, bro, they, they, like, I thought Boomich or Hobbit would be good enough to at least be like okay as an AWPer. Dude, these guys can't even hold angles and hit shots, man. They can't. I'm watching Boomich hold from like CT or Mirage and like either miss a shot on ramp or get one kill and then re peek for no reason and die with a terrible peek. And I'm like, God damn it, man. Can't you just be slightly better AWPers? Then this could work. But no, they, they don't really have an orbit. You know who they need, like, Well, They need <laughs> Alexander Zinchenko. I don't know if you saw where he <laughs> I did see him. him. He was holding <laughs> angles, man, on Anubis. He was know, yeah. watching with an orb. You know? He must be on UK ping as well. So, you know. Yeah, he I, got I, eight, I kill, eight kills. I'm, That's not bad. No joke, by the way. Like, I, I actually was... Um, f at first, I was like, this just definitely isn't him. Surely it's like his kid or someone is like, <laughs> isn't it? But... Like I know it's not like tier one CS or whatever, but I was still pretty impressed to get eight kills on any map like against fuck. It's I, not bad, you know. It's not bad. Yeah, used to yeah. handling game pressure. Yeah, true, true. true. So yeah, I I just can't have faith with Cloud9. Also because like I'm not gonna lie, their team play online has looked bad. Like they they they're actually sometimes just swinging both on the same angle at the same time and lining up, and I'm like, oh, that's that's tough to watch. I actually think. I would, I could see the argument for Navi, but I almost think I'd go G2 because I feel like everyone has massively overreacted to some online results that I don't care about at all, to be honest. I don't care that G2 have lost online. I think Nexa can be fine. He's, he's like not going to be a great fragger. I think he'll be all right. But they just have so much firepower that I still believe at any moment, like the, the core of this G2 lineup, especially when Hunter's feeling it, I think as a secondary caller, he unlocks loads for this team. So they just have enough of like the peaks of players that I could imagine an actual run from them, especially when I don't think that many teams are that well structured. I feel like having those big hitters makes such a difference to me. How crazy is it, by the way, that, you know, we're not bigging up G2 more when they have Nico and they also have Hunter, who inexplicably was nominated for eSports PC Player of the Year. So, was you know, it? Yeah. They, fucking There's so mental. many different awards and uh, they all seem to do terrible nominations. But it was crazy. Who... It's like, you know, you've got, uh, I think there were three players from League of Legends. There were th it was Zai Wu. Uh, I'm not actually sure... Maybe it was Nico. Maybe it was Zaiwu, Nico, and Hunter from CS, and then like some people from Rocket League and some other games, or whatever. But yeah, when I saw Hunter's name, like, what are we doing here? I mean, don't get I me just, wrong, he was good, but like, fuck. I feel esports awards in general, it's like, bro, no one's watching every esport. How are we picking this? I just, I don't, I don't get no, it, man. Don't, 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 don't get, get me started. But yeah, no, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go actually with Cloud Nine on the basis okay. on the basis of absolutely fucking nothing other than I'm assuming. <laughs> that they will just have sorted out the whole AWP situation. Because the thing is, Cloud9, on a bunch of different maps, I've seen they do put rounds together, like, on certain maps where they just run through, roll through people. They've absolutely demolished some of the teams that are attending this very event recently on, like, like on a map-to-map -map basis, and that's a problem. Other times, they do exactly what you say, which is 
They don't even know who's taking the orb and that person doesn't know what the fuck they're doing with it when they get it and then they just completely capitulate and collapse. But for example, let's take Cloud9 versus Na'Vi where we've seen those guys like go at it recently. Like Cloud9 are just better when it's working, right? So like I feel that if you're picking a dark horse pick, you have to go with the basis that everything will go pretty well for them right in relation to what their aggregate play is or whatever so do i think cloud nine are going to win no but i think of all these teams that are attending if one team clicked and got it put it together on cs2 so far cloud nine is a team to me that's shown the highest ceiling but probably like low-key the lowest floor as well outside of I mean, presumably it's heroic lineups heroic, not going to do yeah. too yeah. much, but you know, out of the the teams that we could even pretend are contenders. So yeah, no, I'll I'll say Cloud Nine for a, for an outside shout. They played Vitality really close, actually. At, uh, at the full, like the the final map was thirteen eleven. So they look really good sometimes. Like yeah. you know, I do uh, think one of the problems they have is not only who who is orping, but then also who is calling on this <laughs> team. Like what you have. Axel, or uh, you have, um, sorry, Hobbit, Electronic, Boomich, all the people that have tried calling for this Cloud9 roster, I think, at so, uh, so far. And I, I don't think we've had a concrete answer as to, like, which system or which person is going for those calls in the first place. Like, I don't know if that's hard to manage. Like, if you don't have stability in two of your roles, then I have no idea what this roster is doing. Um, and and maybe that, that sort of ties in with the inconsistency. Like, sometimes that chaos will probably just you know, play close games, like, oh, for the first six rounds, yeah, Hobbit, you call, but now Electronic, now you call some shit, and there's no way that FaZe or, or Vitality are ever going to expect <laughs> these next decisions. I don't think they're I... winning games based off of, uh, I was going to say based off calls, but based off team play even, like, yes. I think you've got five really good rifleless basically, in the server, and they can shoot people in the head, you know, like... I think, I think Devil's Advocate, though, like, when the two Navi players in Electronic and Perfecto went over to Cloud9, I kind of foresaw that there would be a massive culture shock. Like Navi, very structured, very systematic, have, I imagine, very specific callouts to every spot. Whereas Cloud9, when you watch them play, I, you can tell that none of that exists. So them coming into that roster must have been very strange. But Boomich was on Navi before. So, if, you know, in terms of finding someone that fits and maybe can adopt a bit of the philosophy, like, he's actually kind of a good fit because they know that he's played under that kind of system before. And they, maybe in, in, like, 3VX scenarios and all three of them are live, they can suddenly switch the, flick the switch and just go back to sort of Navi system calling and maybe pull together rounds. I don't know. I've actually been impressed with Boomich, just not his orping, so. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, you know, we've all seen the videos of Boomich back in the day. Just Maybe we just don't know which version of him we're getting. And, uh... You know, it, very much like a drug. You have your ups and you have your downs. Like, it, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, anyway, right. Moving on to the third of the 3Ds, which is, of course, the biggest disappointment. Now, this is a, a weird one, again, in the context of CS2 being so early or whatever. And as you guys say, like, what even constitutes a dark horse when we feel like we don't really know a lot of teams' true level? Um, so I guess, like, the flip side to my pick, for example, is... Cloud9 could simultaneously be like a dark horse and also very likely be the biggest disappointment as I do think they probably have the lowest ceiling of these teams outside of uh, outside of Heroic. But I'm going to say that Na'Vi are going to be the biggest disappointment because I do feel like a lot of people still 
are fairly high on Na'Vi, but I think they've been quietly uninspiring. Like, not that they've done badly or something like that, but, you know, there was a, a mini narrative, like one of these things that people love to do, of like, a Man City better without Haaland? Like, actually, can Na'Vi be better without Simple? And it's like, just no, really, isn't it? Like, the answer is just no. I think Wonderful's been fine, but, uh, you know, I think this Na'Vi... I think this Na'Vi team is not a contender, realistically, for me at least. And I feel like a lot of people either think that they are or think that they should be. Whereas I don't really feel that way. So I'm going to say Na'Vi, but what say you, Yumi? I I kind of... I mean, what, do you want me to pick my own or do you want me to contest your Na'Vi point? Oh, by all means, do both, please. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start with contesting. I actually think Na'Vi are one of those teams that will benefit from having a little bit more players that are, are, are sort of willing to listen i i don't know when i'm watching like pro league and i see simple running around with a nova or something like i'm not convinced that that's something that we're they're practicing or is something that is like called from from a system instead it's just i'm going to get a kill with this gun and sure enough he fucking does it but you know i think i would much rather him have a proper rifle in a late round situation than a nova so I, I actually do think they've set up Wonderful quite well to succeed on this team. It's it's about, like, how much you're sort of compensating or how much of those resources you're giving away to the AWP and making him feel comfortable that you're depriving other players of. Like, I need to see better performances out of Emma on this roster. Like, he still has not proven to me that he is star-level caliber on this team when that was the intention of bringing him in. I think Bit as well has had a little bit of a struggle sort of implementing into this roster because he no longer has a Ukrainian homie with him. Now he's just by himself and learning English as fast as humanly possible. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think this Navi team, honestly, in th in four months will be fine um, if they stick with this roster. But right now, I, I, I wouldn't say disappointment. I think they're just going to do okay. I guess we My also touch yeah. on the groups maybe because their group, like group A is so much harder. Group A has, I mean, they play Vitality first, and there's Cloud9 in there, and there's Ents. Yeah. Whereas in Group B, I look at, like, you know, Maus, I don't think people have many expectations after they lose Frozen, to be honest. I don't think they'll be that good. And Heroic are in that group. So, yeah, I, I could see it being Na'Vi, to be fair. I, I, I think the problem is that Na'Vi have at least had, like, in theory, I, I guess the reason why you could pick them as disappointment is... It looks like they, they should be getting to a level where they're pretty good because they've had this roster for like a little bit more than some of the others. And I'd have thought Wonderful could slot it okay. But yeah, you're right. Like, Im has not been that good. I always do have faith in Alexi, though, to kind of pull something out and to, to find a way to win games. I don't know. I just, I think he, he makes it work sometimes. So I don't know. I, 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 could, see, I could see it both ways. But I thought I he would have figured it out sooner than he has on this team, for sure. Fair. Fair. So both of I, you my, have, you know, critiqued my awesome pick, but neither of you have given your own. So let, let's I am. Um, I was actually going to pick Mal's because I think Fair. that the expectations for Mal's are still there, considering really we've seen higher output from Torji since the, since the addition of Shui. We've also seen an up an increase in performance from Young Jimmy or Jim Fat, who is another young star player that Mal's are trying to foster up now. Him alongside Zertion. I feel like we've got a nice core of, of players there. And then, yeah, Berlin for Frozen isn't really the one-for-one one that I'm looking for. But 
at the same time, you know, I think people are still expecting Mouse to do or at least make it out of groups. Because really? I think I, I I would I would think so. When you consider that, you know, they have to go up against a G two that I think actually will struggle for firepower. Like one player that's lagging behind, fine. But two for me, like I know it's only one online result, and you were saying you sort of uh, don't put much credence to that, but. Nexa and Hooksy do not inspire. Nexa will be all right. It'll be fine. It'll be they good enough. They do not inspire a lot of confidence. So right you, you, so obviously, again for people who don't know, so Mao's play G two first. So you favor Mao's in that matchup. I would actually favor Mao's in that matchup. Damn. Um, okay. Which okay. is, but that's that's more my confidence in in Shui sort of making it work because I think he is honestly a, a fantastic in-game leader. Like the more the gamer legion have fallen off, the more Mao's has succeeded. And the more his players look better as he's been on rosters, I think it's it's hard not to argue that this guy is a like a really solid in-game leader and probably there he goes. Game of Legion, Game of Legion hater you, me at, at it again. How dare you? Unbelievable. I guess so. Yep. <laughs> what say you, Hawker? Are you co-signing I... this Mal shout? I mean, I don't, I don't think Mal's will do that well, but I also don't think people have expectations for them personally. So I'm, I'm not going with them. I'd, I actually think Ents. I really think Ents. I think Ents are a team where you're bringing Glaive in. I know Glaive kind of is saying he wants to mix his style a bit with Cuban and not be sort of as structured because I feel like Glaive's been pigeonholed a bit by Astralis sort of revolutionizing CS and everyone thinks of him as like, oh, Astralis with this crazy machine and all the cogs just worked. And I think Glaive can, can loosen it up a bit. But I think these players are mostly just really good aimers I don't see them bringing like ideas to the table. I don't see like I don't know Dha or Madden being guys who are gonna come up with ways to actually help Glaive early on in this team. I think that's what you need when you're putting a team up to speed. I know they've played one LAN. Um, Glaive had one or two like pretty bad maps, but he, he started to get into it. I think the only player that can actually help out with ideas is probably like some Pius. Apparently, he does sort of a bit of bit of cooling and helping. But I I just think in general like. These players are not going to be the sorts of guys... Like, if you have a Nico on your team and you, you, you just have him for your first tournament, Nico's going to be coming at you and saying, I want to try an entry up Banana. I want to do this. I don't see that from these players. Ents have always felt like kind of just like role players. And to be fair, I guess Madden was some somehow loosened up a bit at the, the first line they played. But I don't know, man. I don't... I just, I just don't see enough. I don't no. see enough. And I don't see, think Glaive has enough time to make a, a team like this work. See, Nerds is that guy for me. No, like, I don't know. I, I've I've seen I think too many maps of Nerds where he's like hard fought an opening duel and then late round is somehow left in like a one v two or something okay. and still winning rounds for the for friends. So I like in my mind he's probably calling like okay I've I have the spawn I'm taking this fight middle and I'm winning it you know and and he'll honestly his conversion rate in doing so is is quite high. I think he, they've got a few more ideas that you're sort of laying out, but I I do agree that there is kind of a, it, it's kind of it's kind of like replacing players on big, with or like not having proper stars on big because everybody's a soldier and they do their job if they're told what to do. I do get that vibe with Ents a bit, um, but I am yeah I don't know I have hope enough that they've lost their in-game leader. Like people need to take initiative now that there's a bit of a transition period 
Fair enough. Well, there we go. Three different answers for that one. Who, mm. who could have guessed? Who could have guessed? There, are, there could be so Probably. many. I mean, this whole tournament could just be a massive <laughs> disappointment. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm sure it will be. Uh, right. So before we talk about or make our picks for who we think the MVP will be, I do have to introduce you guys to a new completely arbitrary section called Top Fives. Now, you might be thinking, oh, what's this? Top five Orpers? Top five rivals? Where's he going? No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with Counter-Strike at all. This was purely based on me scouring the internet, seeing a top five list just randomly. I think it might even have been like a pop-up advert. And me thinking, oh, that's weird. Is that even true? Googled it. Turns out it was true. So now I'm going to flip it onto you guys because I want to see how you do. So the question is to both of you. Is it is it a question to you, me? What are the top five Burger Kings he's been to? Is that a question? No, but you're in you're in the right vicinity <laughs> oh, because right. Yumi is so so well travelled at this point <laughs> that there might be some overlap here. Maybe that's even wow. a clue. Who knows? So it is actually. I want you guys to guess what the top five most visited countries in the world are. And I'll start with you, Hawker. We'll go, you know, one one guess here, one guess there. I want you to go, try and guess what the top five is. And what all I'll say is. A bit surprising, maybe a couple of them, but you know, some are some are I guess guessable. Is this just about ingoing flights? Because mm. I mean, if if we're talking about like hub countries, <laughs> we're not talking about Mexicans jumping the border. No, 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 no. I mean, like you know, if you're flying Emirates or something, you're stopping over at Dubai. If you're flying Turkish Airlines, oh, like a you're connection. flying through Turkey. Yeah, do, do no, it's, it's, it's listed as visitors, so I, I don't think it counts. Visitors. If you're taking a connection I and you never leave the airport, I'm not. I I I'll, I'll say I don't know, but I don't okay, think that's factored in. I I don't know why. I mean, maybe this is maybe this is a silly answer. I feel like the UK will be on here. I do think it will be. So the UK was on the list, but it's not in the top five, unfortunately. But it is fairly. It was fairly high up. I only have the top okay, five in okay. front of me. But yeah, what do you think, Yumi? I'm gonna put Australia in there. See, what? this is the classic trap one, right? Like I'd have oh, thought, no. like if you don't think this is no slight on Yumi, but I feel that's an answer. If you don't think about it at all and you just instantly answer, you put like Australia. Because it makes sense, you know, like holiday destination, great weather, loads of people go to Australia that we know probably, but no, it's no nowhere near the top 10 even, I don't think. So no, that's not on the list. It's just too far, man. It's just too far. I feel like everyone's flying in Europe. That's in my head. It's so easy to fly within Europe, but now now the UK's not gone well for me. I'll, I'll try like a, I don't know, Germany? Nope. Nope. No. Okay. Fuck Spain. me. Nope. Oh, wait, no, okay, sorry. I tell, I tell a lie. I tell a lie. Spain... <laughs> And maybe this will help you with some other guesses. Spain is second. 71 okay. million oh. visitors a year. Is it just like, oh, people just care about like weather and stuff, maybe. Mm. Yeah, we're always talking about the fucking weather. I'll, I'll go with like a, I don't know, um, Italy? Yeah, Italy, number yeah. five, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. No, we're in the, we're in the right areas that. here, guys. What number is num five, like I should only get like one point for that. You should get more yeah. points. What what I mean, is one, number one, one? What do you think is the most visited country in the Dude, world? America seems too bait, right? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not America is not number one. I'll yeah. Uh, what do you mean? You can barely. Wait, is it is it is it just gonna be like? Is it China? Nope. No, no. So you think that might be high up on the list? You think I'll tell you not Japan. It's not Japan. It's not you know. It's it's not a lot of the I India. Nope. Oh. No. Hmm. Is it like a country that like 
It's so it's so underwhelming, by the way. It's gonna be like what? Thailand. No, no. Is it like Thailand. I could reasonably guess this? Like, well, it's apparently not. not. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> <you know. laughs> okay. The thing is, I want to avoid like France. It's France. It's France. Oh, what? Why be? Yeah. Oh my God. I thought France, France is fucking so terrible. Like, there's no way it's France. Yeah, it's like, just France. It's not. just France. Why are people going to France? You know, it's so that's great because, like, for us as well, it's literally like a stone's throw away. You know, Bro, I've, I've, a... I've never been to France. Literally. You've never been to France, really? Never yeah, been okay. to France. Well, yeah. I've gone to like the train station where you can get the train to France, but I ain't going to France. Isn't Unless that, I'm forced. Isn't that crazy? That's like the, the most visited country in the world. Like if it was for people from the UK, it'd probably be your first guess, right? Because it's like the closest thing or whatever. But yeah, it's France. I'll, I'll just tell you the US was third because you did mention it. Okay. Yeah. That's 20, 20 million less people going to the US. Uh, and then you just have number four left, which I'll tell you is a classic holiday destination, but it's also in Europe. But people a lot of people don't really see as as particularly european cultural wise maybe more sort of okay. middle eastern are we going turkey? with turkey there you go yeah. turkey turkey okay, is yeah. number four so yeah france spain united states turkey italy so four of the top five most visited countries in the world are european which i guess if you actually think about it logically kind of makes sense because europe's yeah. such a clustered cheap flights you know so that's many what i was countries. thinking yeah yeah, but no, I mean, I've, yeah, I think most people are Australia, the US, China, like... Well, because fucking... I'm thinking about all the, like, Southeast Asian people yeah. that fly to Australia because it's close so to exactly, Southeast yeah. Asia, And there's, like, a lot of Southeast Asian people. And yeah, Chinese yeah, people. and all those kinds of, like, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, like, they're all in close proximity, like, going back, but no, it's... Uh, Keep in mind, it's like a five quid ferry ride to get to France from here. So, and to yeah. be fair, Turkey as well also has just like people just go there for rugs and hair transplants. So. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> hair transplants. That's yeah. it's probably a decent amount. And cheap tattoos. All right, so let's dive back into Blast Premiere. Um, and I was going to make a joke about. Abu Dhabi, but I'm now not going to do that. I've decided. Just, just no, 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 no. I played it out in my head. It doesn't go down well. We're <laughs> we're skipping over that. But I do want your predictions for MVP. I'll start by giving you mine, which is because I'm going so all in on my Cloud Nine are going to be the dark horse here. I'm just going to go with Electronic. I think my boy Electronic for MVP. I feel very strongly about this. Uh, Yumi, what what do you think for MVP? Who have you got? Uh. I guess I woo. If I'm picking Vitality, I may as well go. Boo! Boring, you suck. I know. Sai what woo. do you want from me? <laughs> All right, we'll take it. Hawker, who are you picking? Well, now I seem even more boring if I pick Zywoo. Last time I picked Sphinx, and you know what? I think Sphinx was close. Oh. Close okay. to Zywoo's level, considering he's a rifler. But I know that if Vitality wins, Zywoo will probably just get all the, all the frags and... Uh, he, they'll give him MVP for that. So it, isn't rifling yeah. meant to be, you know, a lot easier than orping on CS2? So should we deduct? Yeah, I'm still no, no, I, I, I think now orping's orping's getting there, man. The orpers are getting there. Mm, not for Cloud Nine. Uh, <laughs> no, right. No. Okay. So you're going for Zywu as well, are you? Yeah. Call Ooh. me boring all you want. I'll be I'll be Ooh. right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I think none of our predictions have actually landed <laughs> thus far <laughs> whatsoever. So uh, right. Uh, in fact, we all picked FaZe as well, and they didn't even fucking win, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so. I think the whole premise of the last episode was who would you pick yeah. outside of FaZe, because yeah. it's so obvious FaZe are going to win. Yeah, but no, after we did universally agree, they were the first of the 3Ds, but it is what it is. Um, right, now on to 
the greatest section in all of esports, the HLTV section. Uh, there are, for some reason, I've actually got three threads here. I'm not really sure. I've why. started writing threads uh, to try and get on this seg segment. By the way, well, Met Secretly. Met is your name no mouth and must scream? Because you've made it. No, it sadly not. Sadly not. That's, okay, that's a nightmare. Well, like he's just yeah. outlined the whole nightmare. <laughs> right. So that's, I think that's a reference to something. I don't know what. I have no, no idea. Scream. I don't know. That's just. I have no happen. mouth, but I must scream or some shit. Like it's like a horror thing. I think. Mm. Anyway. The uh, the first thread comes from a guy with an Algerian flag, and he's called Level Ten Grinder, spelt as in the gay dating app rather yeah. than grinding League nice, Legends or nice. something. Uh, and his thread is called Brazilian CS. And when we click on the thread, <clears throat> it goes as follows. Brazilian CS hasn't won an S-tier trophy in almost 20 years. Oh, I'm not sure if that's true. Uh, <laughs> best to go international. Recruit a player like Donk. Have the Brazilian players just drop weapons for Donk every round. And keep three core Brazilian players for sticker money. Maybe recruit also from Valorant players. TLDR, Brazilian CS is dead and can never be saved. But Donk can at least do some charity work to help this dying region. So there you wow. go. That's thread number one. Uh, thread number two is from a guy called Advert1. And he is a Lithuanian flag. And his thread is called Hair or Height. And when we click on his thread, it goes as follows. What do you guys think is more important when you think? I don't know why he's phrasing it like that. Uh, for example, six foot one bald guy or five foot seven with black thick hair. What's more important? <laughs> wow. That's, a, that's deep. Good question. That, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, what do you think, Yumi? What, what more important? Six one bald guy or five seven with black thick hair? In, in terms of dating, it's rough out there. It's six, it's six one. <laughs> I mean, you can, again, just go to Turkey if you're bald, I guess. I True. Mean, there's also, also, like, dude, there's guys that can rock the bald look and just be yeah, very, very, very attractive. So, yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Or you could be Moses, 5'7 and bald. Good. Oh, yeah, good he rocks the look. So. <laughs> he's, he's beaten the game. Uh, the third thread is from... Uh, oh, gosh, I have to click my embedded hyperlink because it has not put it out. But the third thread is from a guy called No Mouth and Must Scream. Uh, and his thread is called, If your grandmother is Italian, are you Italian? And he says, I always find it weird when Americans say I'm Irish or I'm Italian just because their great-grandpa came from those countries. They say it's because of their ethnic diversity, but I don't see this in Brazil. My own grandma, for example, all of her four grandparents were immigrants from Veneto, wherever the fuck that is, uh, she even spoke Italian as a child, but she never once called herself Italian, always Brazilian instead. Does having ancestry from your country make you one of them, even if you don't pe don't take part in that country's society? Fucking hell, we've gone deep here with no mouth and must scream. So what, what do you think, Yumi? Are those people, you know, those annoying Americans who say, I guess I can have another beer because I'm Irish, but they're actually like fifth generation American. Are they really Irish just because they're I ginger? Mean, what do you think? Pro probably not. But also, I'm someone that's actively trying to benefit from being a quarter Irish because of my grandparents and getting a passport. So, you know, for all you're, purposes, you're yes. that guy. You're the I guy believe, at HLTV. I, I, I'm Irish. <laughs> yeah, I believe. Yui's on HLTV with the Irish flag as we speak. He's <laughs> out here leaving comments. 
The worst of people are the double flags. Like, what treachery is this? Or what do you think, Hawker? Are you uh, are you buying? Are you buying that? Are they really? Are you are you the product of your ancestry, or you know, is it I mean, new generation? New I mean, I feel like I'm like the whitest, most English man probably in the world. I'm like I've never had to think about this. I like I feel like I'm pretty sure my mum's traced our ancestry pretty far back. It's just yeah, we were just we're just English, English as they come, proper English. Are you English, English, or are you like post-Norman English? Or actually, actually, I, actually, to be fair, on my dad's side, I'm like Welsh, so. Oh. Yeah, keep that on the line. Yeah, keep that quiet. Right, but more importantly, which thread wins? Again, quick reminder: either is it the Brazilian CS get donk have Brazilians for sticker money? Is it the uh, what's more important six one and bald five seven with black thick hair, or is it? The uh, ever deepening question about are we the product of our ancestors or you know are we just us? What do you think, Yumi? Which which thread, thread gets a one. nod? It's, it's thread one for sure, because okay. people don't seem to realize. You know who's placed last at the challenger stage of the last two majors? Brazilian teams. Where are the Asian teams at? Huh? I thought the Asian teams were the punching bags of the scene, yeah. but now Brazil is all the way down there. Like. It is better. I think Asian CS is better than Brazilian counter. But the Asians are market. still hiding behind their Great Wall of China, so you know, <laughs> it's... they they, they attend the majors, you know, only true. because they have it. Right. What do you have to remember all the threads and try and get you know callback references to them now? Exactly. What, what do you one. what do you think, Hawker? What was the Who, second one again? That is what's more important: six one bald guy or um, five seven with the uh, see. Hair. To be fair, I can imagine that one being discussed in a philosophy class. Uh, as someone who has never been to a philosophy class, that's uh, that's one of the topics I imagine coming up. So I think that that's he's, he's struck on something there at the core of, of humanity. And so he's, he's taken the, the cake for me. Yeah, no, see, I give it to Mr. Advert One as well, who is the what more important mm. man, just because I feel it's so meta. Like all this red pill, like manosphere, like... How to get women stuff, never get married because they'll rob all your money, whatever, just go to the gym. Uh, I feel like he's tapped in to, you know, that 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 very trended topic right yeah, now. That, yeah, that shallow meta topic. But, so. number, but number one is like classic HLTV donk circle jerk, which I'd part, I, I will partake in for sure. But, you know, the fact that he's having to do charity work for Brazil, <laughs> how does that not take it? it, it it's HLTV meta, but every single thread at the moment does have the word donk in the title yeah. so he's, he's also donk, a bit yeah. yeah and also he's told a little bit of a lie although a funny one that brazilian yeah. cs has not won a trophy in almost 20 years it's 20 <laughs> years is too bait though you <laughs> yeah, could do like is, you know exactly. 10 or something maybe five yeah. either i mean the only events that Caserado has won have been in finland for some reason <laughs> so you know right. i don't know how that works anyway Advert gets the nod and wins nothing, as always. So congratulations to him. Um, right. One second. I have to get back onto here. Here we go. Oh, here we go. The next section is everyone's favorite section, which isn't the HL TV section, uh, which is, of course, the Ashley Kang section, a.k.a. user question. Now, this is one that's very close to my heart, so you guys better answer properly because a guy called... How the fuck do you pronounce that? Climactify, that will have to do. Uh, get a better name would be my suggestion. Climactify asks, uh, put these franchises in order. Harry Potter, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. So 
This is like the e- this is so easy for me. It's very it's so easy, easy, but you know we we need to see. So I'm gonna let's start. Yumi looks like he's deep in thought, so I'll start at you, Hawker. What do you what do you think? Harry Potter is dog shit. Like I don't give a single fuck about Harry Potter. I'm not gonna lie. Even the movies. I, recently they got put on Netflix again or whatever, and all my friends were like, "Oh, Harry Potter movies, let's watch them." I was like, "Hell no." This shit boring. I don't like Harry Potter that much. Star Wars, like, I don't have the same affinity, I think, as other people. And also, we have to judge the franchise as a whole. I don't know if that means we put The Hobbit in there, actually. Because that could maybe affect things. Because The Hobbit movies, kind of, yeah. But, like, Lord of the Rings, I I know it's like, it's just, it's just so good. I mean, you know, was I recently in Australia, New Zealand, and went to see The Hobbiton, whatever set? Yes. Does that maybe make me biased because I rewatched them recently? Maybe. But at the same time, it just it just warms my heart every time. The music, man. The music, like I that could be played over like any literally any moment. Just a guy walking down the street, and I will get emotional for that guy for some reason. It just it just hits every time. So but did you Lord watch of the, Rings the cinematics or did you watch the extendeds? I watched the extended recently on the oh, on the yeah. rewatch. Yeah, yeah. Right. Also because I'm on a long ass flight. What else am I gonna do? Right. What what are you saying, Yumi? I think I'm going with a pretty similar list. I think it's Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. Only because, in terms of like extended universe stuff, since the initial films or whatever, I think the Star Wars ones have been shit, but so have the Harry Potter ones. And in fact, I think the Harry Potter ones have been worse. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's some redeeming qualities about the TV programs and stuff with Star Wars. So I'll, I'll take that one instead. Holy moly, it's it's actually a clean sweep this this oh. time, boys. I do think like okay, here's the thing with Star Wars, right, versus like Harry Potter. Harry Potter has to be last because it's also like the laziest, most hole ridden lore, if you like, ever created. So it's like whatever. I mean, I guess like the Harry Potter books are better than half the shit that gets made for Star Wars because it's just garbage. But the fundamentally, like the lore of Star Wars is like way better people just don't know what to do with it so it's like you know whose fault's that really and then lord of the rings just wins by an absolute mile doesn't it because it's just yeah the best by far with the hobbit it's like okay yeah the hobbit movies are fucking terrible but you know the book was good and that yeah. counts so yeah it is what it is it's so just no. so mad they made three movies out of that book just wild why but just I mean, change just but... changed everything as well for fun yeah. and like i don't know just really weird. i will say frodo's a bit of a like i don't love frodo frodo's like whatever no one really no one loves frodo he's like a that. whiny protagonist huh? yeah he's a bit of a little you know <laughs> but little, he little he's a he's the bitch so sam can be the hero though you know it's like true he, if he was really cool and strong and like yeah, actually yeah. competent sam would just be useless like and sam gets role, the girl so. at the end so yeah, true. Go on, go on, Sam. Go on, lad. Um, yeah, so... Uh, oh, wait. One second. What is this? Oh, no. Okay, never mind. Perfect. Um, what the hell? Oh, God. Something okay, about no, to no. change... I thought, like, something was about to change your whole opinion on Lord of the Rings. That <laughs> no, you just no, no, like, no, what? no, no. What's no, going no, on? No. Somebody's messaged me just now. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, you, know, you know what I've seen? Okay, what I've just seen, it's like there's a little bullet point thing here, and it's just the last bullet point just says, guess haircut. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I remembered there is a yet-to-be-completed section where you post just, like, the forehead up of a pro player's head, and okay. you have to guess who it is. But that was not for this episode. So, yeah, I was just a bit confused. <laughs> but So, yeah, spoiler alert, that one's uh, 
coming gonna out study, next time, I guess. Tops of people's heads now. So yeah, you guys are just going to go <laughs> away and go on like the fucking Leaguepedia uh, site for Counter Strike and just study everyone's foreheads to in preparation, no doubt. Um, but yeah, by the way, side point. I found this. Actually, should I be saying this? Okay, so I found this unbelievable website, right? This website is so fucking good. The reason I'm genuinely worried about talking about it isn't because, you know, I don't want people to use it or anything. It's that it's so good, but it feels like it's super illegal, but that not enough people Please use it yet. Please don't say 4chan. No, 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 no. Not <laughs> okay. enough people use it yet that it's had, like, attention put on it. Actually, I, you know what? I won't say what the website's called because I genuinely don't want it to get shut down. But Blue it's balls. this website, like, you know how, like, TinyL and all those, like, reverse image search sites that, like, you used to be able to see, like, if someone's photoshopped or someone's... Ca By the way, this website is how I caught that fucking pretend girl who was, like, in the French K-Corp scene or whatever it was, like, a month ago um, that I put on Twitter or whatever. None of those websites work. Like, all the classics that people use, in jet, none of them work, apart from this one new site that has appeared out of nowhere... And it's amazing. You put any image... Oh, by the way, even like fucking Motorola like 1990 mobile phone video and pause it and then screenshot their head, put it in the reverse image search thing, that you will find this entire person's life, by the way, on this site. Wow. And it's got all these weird disclaimers like, do not use this if you're like a sex offender and all this weird shit <laughs> and it like makes you click through. It's, it's fucking wild. Wow. But this site is insane. And it has all like the image and API archives from like deleted Instagram accounts and shit. Like I have no idea how they have access to these pictures. Wow. It's mental. It has everything. And it is the, oh, it's so good. But yeah, I won't say what it's called. Not because, you know, I don't want any people to use it, but kind of also, yeah, because I don't want people to use it because I want to be able to use it. Okay. And if you guys all start using it, it might become a thing. And then I'm, it has to be illegal. There's it no way. It sounds like there's some compromising pictures of Rich out there. Like, they don't oh, no, get us this site. I'm, well, no, he it's, to make sure. He just had to make sure. I, did, <laughs> the, I will say the second thing I did on the site was yeah. Google myself essentially and see what came up. And uh, yeah, no, luckily I didn't need to go and frantically delete anything. But. The crazy thing about this website is even if I had deleted shit, it would still fucking show up because it's Jeez. just saved everything. So yeah, it's mental. But that was all for nothing, wasn't it? Because I'm not even going to tell you what the fucking website was. But yeah, I had a good weekend. Let's just put it that way. Uh, right. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys all for watching. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time to see how amazingly well or not so our predictions went. And uh, yeah, let's see. Thanks for watching, guys. See you next time.